<laughs> is it time for recess yet? I'm so glad you found time to join us here on the Child Care Director's Chair, where Erica Sacoccio shares her best practices that she's refined through her passion of directing child care centers over the last 23 years. From parenting interaction, systems to save you time, money, and stress, to profitability. She shares it all from the Child Care Director's Chair. Hello and welcome back to the Child Care Director's Chair. I am so happy that you decided to join us today. I know that there are so many podcasts out there that you could have selected from and I am extremely humbled that you decided to take a few minutes of your day to spend with me. So with that being said, I will not waste those precious minutes and we're going to get right into it. So I belong to several Facebook groups and one of them in particular is for before and after school uh, teachers. And a lot of times they're talking about children really not wanting to do anything, that they feel like they're they're not, not interested, they're disengaged. So I wanted to talk about a few of the proven strategies that I think will help you captivate their attention and foster their active participation in your program. I think if you implement these techniques, I surely have found over 23 years, you really will be able to create an exciting and enriching environment that will leave a lasting impact on the children in your program. The first thing is, you know, when we get home from work, we don't want to do, like, do more work. So when they get to an after-school program, it really needs to be a welcoming atmosphere. It really needs to feel like a place that they can relax after being in school all day. So make sure that you establish a warm and inviting atmosphere. Make it feel as comfortable as possible with couches and beanbags and rugs and plants and, you know, fish and pets and, you know, just like feel like home and ensure that the program space is it's vibrant, it's colorful, and it's filled with age-appropriate materials. You cannot just open up another room down the hall and call it your school age program. And it doesn't look any different than your pre-K classroom, except for that it has bigger tables and chairs. You have to make sure that you do everything you can to make the children feel comfortable and eager to explore their environment. And you know, they really are very independent at that age and they really wanna do a lot of things themselves. And so sometimes when they're telling you, I don't wanna do this or I don't wanna, it's not even that they don't wanna do the activity, It's they want it to be self-selected. They don't want you to tell them what activity they're going to do. They want you to maybe help provide some guidance or provide some materials uh, in different areas that they can uh, select from. So, you know, you have to offer those variety activities. Children thrive on variety, especially school-age children. Uh, it's so important that you have a wide range of activities that cater to different interests and learning styles. Incorporate arts and crafts, sports, music, drama, educational games, things that keep them engaged and excited about attending your program on a regular basis. The other thing is when you plan activities, unlike uh, with younger students, you can really plan some ongoing types of activities or you know activities that take two, three, four days, um, things that are a little more complex. And you'll really dig into like, pay attention to what they like. What areas in the program are they spending a lot of time? 
and why. So, you know, pay attention to walk around your environment and is it as inviting as it can be? Does it, you know, does it foster like a place that it's theirs? Um, are they able to hang up if they have like uh, a locker? Like at our school, they, they have lockers. Are they able to, you know, put some of their own things on the inside of the locker? Are they able to hang up, you know, pictures and magnetic phone photo frames and things like that? Um, that's, you know, a special space for them and only them. Um, so think about those things. Walk around and see where they seem disinterested and where they seem really interested. You want to make sure that you're fostering collaboration and teamwork. And by encouraging collaboration among the children and organizing group projects and team building activities, not only does it develop their social skills, but it also instills a sense of belonging and camaraderie. So working together, they will learn the value of teamwork and cooperation. The other thing I want you to really think about is, especially at the beginning of the school year, when you may have some new students, it's really important that you help those new students get acclimated with some other children in the program. I know at my school, it sometimes is a little bit challenging because, and I'm not going to use the word clicks, but most of my students are with me five to 10 years. And if you do a great job and you have a, a program that starts off at, you know, infant, toddler, pre-K, and then you have a school age program, you know, children can be with you a really long time. And a lot of times those children graduate and grow together. And so they, you know, have these strong friendships uh, already formed. So sometimes it's hard to be the new guy on the block and kind of like trying to find your way in through those groups. So, and just again, think about when you start a new job, right? Those people already have established relationships and you're kind of, you know, wallowing around trying to figure out where you fit in. So it's not any different for the children. So, you know, you have to really try to help put together some type of structure, some type of programming that really helps foster that collaboration. Now, stop fighting technology. Digital age is here. It's here to stay. So incorporating technology in your program can be highly effective, utilizing educational apps or interactive websites and age-appropriate game, um, games or computer programs to make learning fun and engaging. Um, this will also help children develop essential literacy skills. And if you have somebody at your program and you have really older students, um, and some of you may have youth programs, if you have some older students, you really can do some really cool stuff like maybe doing a digital photography class and showing children how to use Canva, showing children how to uh, even record podcasts, which I think I'm going to do probably pretty soon, maybe season four, record a couple podcasts with some school-age children and let you guys hear it right from them. Um, but how excited do you think they're going to be to be on a podcast? I think they'll be pretty excited. Um, so things like that where you can incorporate technology, it doesn't have to be high tech. You can, you know, you can get some podcasting equipment or video equipment, you know, relatively inexpensive, especially when you look at the cost of all the other kinds of materials that we purchase typically for an after school program. Um, it will fall right in line as far as pricing. You can go to Best Buy. You don't have to get top of the top of the line. You can get some pretty good mics for 40 or 50 bucks. So, um, you know, that's just kind of give you some ideas on things that kids could get really get excited about. Empowering their creativity. School age children have vivid imaginations. So give them some opportunities to express their creativity. Maybe encourage them to write stories, create artwork, or even put on a play. 
promote the play, um, give them a, a social media page that, of course, obviously would be monitored by the staff, but maybe let them make an event on social media for the play and maybe let them design, you know, the, the program covers and the program um, book and all of those, all those different cool, fun, exciting things that will really help empower their creativity. And it will also foster a lifelong love and learning for the arts, which is one of my favorite areas to explore with school-age children. Um, and don't think that the things that they liked in preschool are always going to be things that they don't like in school age, because I think that they do. So for an example is um, you can really tie, especially in cooking club, I love tying books together with cooking activities like stone soup. So we would read stone soup while we made soup, we made chicken soup. Um, but, you know, tying those things together is really fun. Um, some of my oldest students were able to learn how to do things, simple recipes like French toast or things that you can make with the panini maker or, you know, it doesn't even, you don't even have to have a stove. You can really do a lot of cooking and hands-on type of activities with simple tools that you have. And of course, there's always those non-bake type of things. But boy, when you get to give them an opportunity to do things that they don't normally get to do, they get really excited. So and again, school-age kids love snacks, so I don't have to tell you that. If you already work with school-age children, you know that. They usually come in after school ravenous. Um, and, you know, celebrating their achievements, too, recognizing and celebrating the accomplishments of the children in your program, whether it's academic progress. Maybe some of the students um, had great report cards, and you make a big bulletin board in the entryway, or you do some type of special recognition, um, personal growth, looking at maybe you have some kids who are in karate classes outside of your program and they just were awarded a new a belt level or they just won some type of distinction in one of their sports that they play. Even if it's not at your program, you still can celebrate that achievement in their group or through your program. Mastering new skills, acknowledging their achievements through certificates or awards or public recognition, um, I think those things are something that the children really like. You also could even write a press release to your local newspaper about something that your kids are doing. Uh, maybe if they're really uh, civic-minded and you're doing things outside of the program and connecting with your community, like a pen pal program with the seniors or a pen pal program with another school-age program across the country. I mean, really, there's a lot of different ways to do that. And maybe if they don't want to write, maybe it's you do something through Zoom where you have a group of kids at another school or, or program that you can connect with on a regular basis. Um, they're just really fun things. Think outside of the box and really try to figure out what would excite your kids. And you have to ask them. And then having mentorship opportunities, pairing school-aged children with older mentors or volunteers can also be incredibly beneficial. Mentors can offer guidance and support and also be positive role models. And it doesn't only help the children with developing their life skills, but it also creates meaningful connections and friendships. And if you have multiple 
uh, age groups at your program, which most of us do, you can, you know, have some of your older students help some of the younger students get acclimated in your program. We uh, do something called the CIT program in the summer, which is a counselor in training. Um, if you don't have one of those programs, I would recommend that you that you do. You put something in like that. Um, it gives kids an opportunity to be the leader, and they really like that opportunity to be the leader. And emphasize fun. While education is important, it's equally critical to prioritize fun and play. Incorporate games, outdoor activities, and free play in the program to ensure that the children have a chance to relax and socialize and simply just enjoy being kids. So sometimes, you know, when they don't want to do an activity and they just want to talk with their friends, again, think about you after work. What do you want to do? Usually you will come home, talk to your spouse, talk to your children, kind of relax, you know, take off your shoes. It's the same for them. To them, school is work. They've been there all day and um, they need a change of pace. And sometimes it's a little trickier for those of you who run after school programs in the school to kind of change that mindset because it's a lot of times it's in the gym of the school that they're in all day. So again, anything that you could do to kind of make it really feel like it's a different time and a different space, different than school. And lastly, I would say seek feedback and then adapt. Regularly seek feedback from the children themselves. They will tell you what they want. They will tell you what they like. Pay attention to the cues. Even when you're not asking, if you pay attention, you really can get a lot of information. So be really great with your observation skills. As for the input on activities, their suggestions for improvement, and what they enjoy most. This will make them feel valued and empowered and also provide you valuable insights to help you adapt and enhance your program. So I feel like if you implement several of these strategies, you will be able to create an inclusive and engaging program that school-age children will be very happy to participate in. And remember to foster an environment that nurtures their interests, encourages collaboration, and celebrates their achievements. Together, let's inspire the next generation to reach their full potential. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you liked our show today, please let us know. Send us a review. Um, also, if you're not part of our Facebook group and our community, I invite you to uh, come on in and uh, join the conversation. So thank you so much for tuning in to the Child Care Director's Chair. See you tomorrow. Well, all the cute little kiddos have been picked up and it's time to go home. And that'll do it for another episode of the Child Care Director's Chair. Please leave a review so Erica knows the information is helping you to manage and improve your child care centers. Remember to subscribe to get the latest episode from Erica's Child Care Director's Chair. <laughs>